Welcome to episode 16 of the Ultra Ordinary Running Podcast. We are ordinary runners embarking on a journey to our first 100-mile ultra marathon together, Havelina 100 in October 2016. I'm Melissa, and I'm joined by two of the most inspiring people I know, Angela and Christina. Hello. Hello. How are you two doing? We're good. I'm yeah. good. I guess I shouldn't say we. I'm good. <laughs> We'll get into that. (laughs) (laughs) So we are joining together tonight to talk about uh, Christina's recent race at Miwok. Yay. Yes. Yay. It's been a couple of weeks ago now. Is that right? It's, uh, yeah, it seems like a long time ago, but I think it was only a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. May 7th. Oh my God. We're going on three weeks already. Yeah. May seventh. So we we're I'm really excited to hear the race recap. I read your blog post, but I'm sure there are things that you did not include in your blog that we can get to tonight. Yes, <laughs> there's a few things. I always save stuff like on the side. I like know a, you do. You're sneaky that way. Although there was something I did want to mention in my blog, and I completely forgot. So I'll mention it tonight. It's nothing major, but it's it's a little something. Oh, can you say it now or do we have to like lead up to it? I guess I could say it now. Um, So first off, well, the course was just pretty amazing. Like the scenery all around was pretty, pretty epic, you know, and I I run some pretty nice trails around, you know, my, my parts of town, but this was completely different. It was, this is in the the San Francisco Bay area. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it's Stinson Beach. It's north of San Francisco. It's just right across from like the Golden uh, Golden Gate Bridge um, near Mill Valley, and it's just these these huge um, tall trees. I think they're like redwoods, and it's just just beautiful, lush greenery. And um, so, one thing I didn't mention on my blog was the smell. The smell was this, just the aromas, the scents that was just, it was just delicious. I don't want to oh. say delicious because it's not like it was like, you know, like good food cooking, <laughs> the smell of good food cooking. It just smelled just fresh oh, nice. and it just huh. smelled just, just crisp. And it was just amazing. This That's what I noticed. I, I've never had the sense that I had. In, in this race than any other race huh. it, it was just it was just clean and just fresh and I don't know what kind of trees it was like I was like I was like running through and I'm like this must be spruce and evergreen and <laughs> Douglas fir <laughs> but that's one thing that I did notice that I didn't I didn't mention that I wanted to to say that it was just a really nice smell well, that's nice. Like a, a nice scent can be very calming and yeah, experience. That's good. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It was nice. Good. So one of my questions actually to start off was, and I think you kind of touched on this when mm-hmm. talking about the course a little bit, was kind of you kind of tell us about why you chose this race, why you wanted to run it. Um. Well, I wanted to run it because it was a hundred K and 
I mean, there was a few few reasons why. The first one was that it was 100K, and I haven't gone any distance beyond 50 miles. So this was, I felt, a nice progression on my way to a 100-miler to do 100K first, which, for people who don't know, it's about 62 miles. Um, so I thought, well, it's, it's only 12 miles more than a 50-miler, you know, but this race was a little bit more challenging than the race that I've I've done for my 50 miles but I heard that it was just beautiful the scenery it was very well organized and I just heard really good things about this race and this race honestly did not disappoint me on any of those levels the views was just oh it, it was just really beautiful and I really, I, I feel like I'm repeating that like on a, on a turntable. It's just on repeat that it was really nice. You know, it wasn't like, yeah, you know, just this oasis of, of, I don't know, mountains, but I guess you can kind of say that, but it was just a nice blend of these. The beginning we have the, the Dipsy trail and it goes through these huge trees i don't know i think they're redwoods i think people had said there i don't even know i didn't do any research on it but we go through there and it's just this little forest that we run through and then we come out into a clearing and then we run down the street and then we're going up these switchbacks and you just see this greenery all around and that's it's just all it is is just green pretty much mm. The only non-green I kind of saw was going into um, just about mile, I think it was maybe around between mile 11, 12, 13 into the Tennessee Valley aid station. It was more, um, you know, it was just, I don't know, just what, what do you call that? Not, not rocks. I guess it was rocks, but it wasn't like, it was like sandy rock. It wasn't like... You know, you know, granite, hard rock. I don't know how you, how, what you would call it, but, um, there was no greenery around there basically very little. Um, so that was definitely a reason why I wanted to do it. Just hearing about it. Um, I didn't hear anything about what we received for our goodie bag, but I really loved our goodie bags and I'll share. We got these arm, um, warmers, the same thing you walk on it. Yeah, That's I awesome. yet to them. Yeah, I didn't even take a photo of them. They're actually still wrapped up and they're in the goodie bag still. I should probably, you know, share it. But these arm warmers, we got the coffee mug, we got um a nice. beer that you you ladies would probably appreciate. Um what else did what we get? Of, what kind of beer? You know, I don't even know. It's in a can. <laughs> They gave you a can of That's, beer in the goodie bag? I think it's a beer. I, I That's mean, I, the most general beer description I've ever heard. <laughs> okay, is it, it was is in it a an, can. Is it an IPA? Do you, is do you want a... me to go and get it real yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah. What's, okay, what's take, the ABV? Okay. What's okay. the... Yeah. Hold on one, hold on <laughs> one beer second. beer snob okay? wants to know the details uh, on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might sign up for a race if I got a beer in the goodie bag and, yeah. and arm warmers. I know. That's like, a nice. Arm warmers are one of my favorite things because here in Colorado, yes. the weather changes so drastically. And even in the summertime, if I leave really early for a run, 
and yeah. sometimes really cold. But you don't want to wear long sleeves because it's going to be 80 degrees in a couple hours. Right. You so, don't want to take a shirt off or a jacket. Yeah, I wear armor okay. bars a lot. Yeah, right. I so love I, what is this beer? Okay, so this is what I got. I got a Headlands Brewing Brewing Company Hill 88 Double IPA. Oh, wow. my gosh. That's your name written all over it, Melissa. And it has an alcohol volume of 8.8%. That's a ass kicker. It's a 16 ounce. And I don't wow. know what IBUs are. Do you know what IBUs are? Yes. I think that's like how, how hoppy and how bitter it is, right? It's 88. That, that would, this would probably be like my ideal beer. I've never that had it be. before. Okay. I want to run this race now. If I get arm warmers. <laughs> yeah. And, and a, a double beer, IPA. Warmer, we got a, a sticker. IPA. We got a car sticker. A that sticker? A car sticker that's 62.2. <gasps> and it has nice. Miwok100k.com. Um, I got the coffee. I got the coffee um, mug, and then um, we got this uh, the Technu um, ointment, Ooh. which is for poison oak and bites and stings, oh. and like a little pouch thing that it's like it has a lanyard. I don't know what this is. Oh, I guess you can put it in there. The little Technu in it. Um, oh, that's a great idea. It looks, it looks like a little cozy. And then, so we got the arm warmers, and then I got um, this Beach Nut Naturals apple and pumpkin Ooh. baby food. Ooh. I think oh, baby food. I think baby food I, and beer. Yeah. I love it. In the goodie bag. Yeah. And are the arm As, warmers like tech material, or are they like cottony sort of material? You know, I don't know. I it's still in the plastic. I have not worn them. But you know, it's been pretty cold in LA. I mean cold well, sixty, sixty-five degrees. Um oh, so me, me, <laughs> I know, I, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get heat training in. It's not helping. So maybe I should bring these up. So they're barking frogs, high performance sleeves. High performance. Yeah, That's and it has tech material. Yeah. Yeah, I have not even opened season. Just don't wear them after you drink that double IPA because you might not be as high performance <laughs> as, you, <laughs> as you'd imagined. Did and you say barking frog? Barking frogs. Okay. Yes. Have okay. you heard of them? Well, no, but I was Googling them and the first thing that came up was the barking frog restaurant. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then we got the it. little we got the little goodie bag bag. It's a Miwok. And then when I got back um, to the community center, Solomon was there, oh. and I got these free sunglasses from them. Awesome. Oh. So that wasn't initially part of the, the um, goodie bag, but I got those too. Nice. Uh, so this is so a win-win. Yeah. Is there any way, like, could you contact the race director and ask her if she could move the race slightly? Because if it's the same weekend next year, I mean, that's during finals week. Um, it's going to be pretty difficult for me to <laughs> come out there and do it. But, man, I want to. I know. Sounds you great. should put your name in the hat. It's a lottery. Okay, so goes- that was my next question, then, if we if we can move on. Like, I have never yeah. signed up for a race or attempted to that's a lottery. So I don't even <gasps> know how that works. Like, how, how did how did you do like, that? Like any race? That's Like marathon? Nothing? No, no. I've never done a lottery race. Oh, okay. So 
basically, so I've done lottery races before. Um, New York is probably the the other one that I've done. So, um, Miwok opened for ten days, and you sign up through Ultra Sign Up. Um, you put in all your information, and your name is in the hat, basically. And with what happened with me was that the 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 results were going to be posted on December 12th, which was a Saturday last year. And I had checked my um, statement that money was taken on the 11th, which was the day before. And my experience has been through what I've known when I did New York Marathon was that the money was taken before I even got any notification that it was in the race. Hmm. So this is what happened with, with Miwok. And I wasn't sure if that was going to be the case. Um, but I thought knowing my experience with New York, I immediately thought, Oh my gosh, I am in. Wow. And then I got started. I started to get really freaked out that somebody had said, um, I forgot what, what it was exactly, but they said, no, nobody has been notified or nothing has been, you know, really, you know, nobody's been picked and I'm like oh my gosh well they took my money are they taking everybody's money and then going to not pick me and then put the money back I don't I didn't know so it wasn't until the next day that I got the 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 names were posted and my name was on it so so you had to check that or did they send you an email or something like yeah, you get the email. Okay. In fact, what happened was I got the confirmation from Ultra Sign Up that basically said your card was charged. <laughs> That's like such an anticlimactic way to yeah, tell yeah, you you're in a race. So that I want like a little first... trumpet to go off yeah. and go do yeah. do do. You made yeah. it, you know, or something. Exactly. I mean, the first <laughs> thing I got was my notice they took my money on Friday and I'm like oh my gosh that means I'm in and then I had this like period of doubt when I'm like oh my gosh I'm not in and I told like everybody I got in but then I thought oh you know whatever um and then when I got the the confirmation it was like okay it's it's for sure in and then I was like oh oh my gosh yay but uh, um yeah I was really excited because I never I never did a race up in Northern California so that was another reason why I wanted to do this race was running up in the Marin Headlands because, oh, they're so great. These really tra- these trails are really nice. There's a lot of single track on this, on this race, like a, a lot. Um, but it, there's, there's also, you know, non-single track on there. And it was just a chance for me to actually run up there. I mean, I've only run LA in, in San Diego um, on the trails and races. And now it was my time to kind of go Northern California. Let, let me do all perimeters of California here, Northern and Southern. Yeah. So that was a nice um, change. And it was a really nice change of scenery. And I love San Francisco. I, I used to live too. there. Oh, it's so great. I, I mean, some people pe- hate the weather. I love the weather because I, I'm, I like the cold yeah. um, temperatures. Uh, not right now, just simple, more cold, 60, 65 degrees. But I, I'm trying to get into heat training for Havelina. It's just not helping right now. And then I hear that Boston has 85 degrees set for this week, and we still have 65. I'm like, something's wrong here. 
I'm like, it'll they need, change. It's good. And I tell myself, I need to be patient. I'm going to have yeah. plenty of heat. If not, I'll be wearing sweatshirts and, you know, hitting heat lamps or whatever. Um, so, um, so now let's, I'm looking at the map here. So you're north of San Francisco and, mm-hmm. but it looks like this, so it looks like the race is like, um, like kind of a T shaped loop. How is the, the, yeah. the race set up? It's, it, it is sort of a T, um, it goes, see, I, so it is sort of, yeah, it is sort of a T. It goes up and then it goes to, I would say, like to the right. Mm-hmm. And then there's like little, there's like little loops around. Yeah. 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 I, it, you know, I can envision it right now, but it's, it's sort of like, well, if you could only see what I'm seeing right now. Um, it's kind of like a bow tie. Like I picture it as like a little little tie, mm-hmm. like a like a like a shoestring tie. And um, on first, I mean, like on the the one of the one side of the bow tie is when you're running near the Golden Gate Bridge, and the other side of that tie is just another little area, which is the part where I hit all of the rain pretty much, and then came back to hit like that center point of the T. Mm-hmm. And that's as far as I got. I don't know what happened on the other side of that T. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just, it's an interesting map. And it also looks like, so tell us about the the elevation, because it's got a hell of an elevation profile. The gain and loss is 11,000 feet. Wow. That is is no joke. Like, that is serious. And I don't think I, without ever having, yeah, I I don't think I really could even fathom what that was like coming from the Midwest. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a lot of, uh, is that vertical? I mean, can I, can I, I, I always sound weird saying vertical, but I was like climbs, but it didn't, it started immediately on the climbs, like the vertical quickly after we started the race we ran down the street made a left and we stopped because we had to start climbing all of these stairs oh my gosh it's just a lot of stairs basically and stairs are hard it's one thing to hike up a hill and walk it but stairs do something yeah you can't get a momentum yeah you just can't get a momentum you 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 know, you walk and you step up and then you walk and you step up and they're all kind of scattered. So they're not mm-hmm. kind of symmetrical. There's no symmetry with them at all. Um, and it just slowly, gradually inclines all the way up and climb, climb, climb up until about mile, close to mile three. Wow. And then it kind of levels off. You have a really nice downhill, yep. um, just really, oh, just a really nice stretch and then you just start climbing again um not too bad it was just kind of you know gradual um slopey hills nothing rolling you know rolling hills nothing anything major um the one part that I thought I was going to really have to climb was the part where I got kind of not lost 
but it was like a T, um, not T, it was like a, a fork in the road, basically, in the trail. And there were people coming up on the right side, and there were flags on both sides of that, that fork. Mm. So I assumed that, well, since they were coming up on the right, we have to go left, like up and over into a loop. Um, and then the instructions that I read, it wasn't very clear to me because on one of them it said, oh, you have to turn left at Mar Beach. And it turns out we have to turn right. So it was a little unclear right then, like that little section. And another woman who was just right behind me, we started walking up together um, on that left side. And nobody on the right really said anything because we were quite a ways up. Not, not too, too far, but, you know, several, you know, yards you know, up. And the, the sweepers, the safety sweepers that I really wanted to ditch because were, I was literally right next to them <laughs> came up with another woman. And they're like, hey, you have to go this way. And we're like, what? They're like, yeah, that's the wrong way. Oh, like, no. well, why do they have a ribbon here? So we ran all the way back down, oh. made that right turn, and I lost time there as well. Oh, I mean, no. it wasn't it wasn't a major, but it was probably a good, I don't know, ten minutes oh, of it. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So I was like, oh, oh god. Did that you know, mess with to- your head then? Like, were you like, upset uh, or kind of in an like a bad headspace? A little bit. A little bit. I tried not to focus on that because right when we got into the aid station, I said, you know what? I, I don't want to stop. So I just basically, I'm in and out. I gave him my number and, and I was like, okay, I'm out. And then I left. I didn't even take anything. I didn't even I look at the food. They're like, oh, you have a restroom over here. I'm like, nope, I got to go. Because I didn't want to lose any more time because I was already on time crunch with these time, this cutoffs anyway. So then we had to go all the way back down. I'm like, this is so weird. But that ribbon, that was the only thing. And But this race was seriously, aside from that part, was so well marked. Like so well marked. It was unbelievable. Aside from that little part, we'll just kind of like skim <laughs> kind up. Kind of a big deal though. <laughs> a, little, a little. And I'm wondering if there's anybody else that ran up there. I'm like, did it fall? Did it blow off? I would think so. I mean, it seems really confusing. I I don't know. I I honestly don't know. But I could have sworn I saw somebody hiking up that area. And I thought, no, I think I saw a man coming up here. That was why. Like, no, I I don't know. I honestly don't know. But um, the ribbons, aside from that little part, we'll just forgive it, um, was this course was definitely very well I've never had such a well-marked course aside from that part <laughs> so that was more organized than, than this one so it was it was that was good oh good so I was wondering can we get back to this crazy I'm looking at the website now it says 11,800 feet of elevation gain mm-hmm. which oh, is yeah. not, like I mean, I'm trying to train for a race right now that has 7,500 feet of elevation gain. And this is really freaking me out. Like 11,800 is a lot. And I'm just wondering, like, how did you approach training for that? Because I think it sounds like, you know, you 
would have to do a lot of your daily runs on a treadmill or in a gym and then mm -hmm. you get out on the trails on the weekends so yeah I don't know did you like set the treadmill at an incline or did you yeah. have any idea of what to expect for 11,800 feet I had no <laughs> freaking clue <laughs> no freaking clue at all I think my highest was maybe Oh gosh, I don't even know what uh, I think it was. I think Shonda Bynes like seven or eight thousand. That's a lot. Uh, of so. it, it is, or maybe it's five thousand. It was four. I know. Well, I know Bulldog is eight thousand. Um, because it's four thousand each loop. Um, but with the eleven, well, so you had like plus, we've done eight thousand, and that like you do kind of have an idea of that. Now, now I really want to know, but. I, 11 I couldn't even fathom it yeah like I had no idea I mean this is how new I was to it I had I had no idea and I'll be honest when I was making my way because some of those climbs were really like a mile and a half two miles long mm -hmm. yeah of just straight up climbing and it would just not stop so after I finished passing mile 13 which is tennessee valley which is i was going to be hitting that one up again a second time when i passed that one um actually even before i when i arrived the volunteer had asked me you know how i was feeling and i said oh pretty good and i said you know i, I know i'm i'm just cutting it close with the time cutoffs and he says yeah you know we close at 11. i said yeah i kind of know and he says, but, you know, you, you, you have a pretty good stretch here. And I said, yeah. And I said, I said, well, you know, if anything, I have a, I have a really good, you know, marathon. He just kind of smiled and, you know, nodded. And he says, well, good. So then he directed me where to go. And I really thought, hey, I could, I could pretty, you know, he said, oh, I have a pretty good, you know, stretch here. But I thought, oh, maybe downhill. No, it was all uphill. So what was pretty good about it? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and I thought, okay, I'm climbing, climbing. And I thought, well, it's probably going to level off and go downhill at some point. It didn't. I kept climbing and climbing and it mm -hmm. felt like forever. I said, when do we, it, there's no downhill at all. And it was I don't even know how long this was. It, was. it was a good mile and a half, maybe a little longer than that, maybe closer to two. I know it was probably, I think it was a little less than two. But I was like, where is this like good stretch? So I hit, finally hit the top part of it. And then I thought, oh, okay, well, maybe here's the stretch, of, you know, the, the nice downhill. And there was. There was a nice little downhill, and then again, we started climbing a little bit, and then we're downhill. It's kind of rolling hills up until we get to this portion, again, with a intersection. And I had a flashback to that earlier part where the, the ribbons were, you know, two different sides. I saw people walking up on the right side, and they were all walking up. And I'm like, okay, great. So I thought okay, well, let me look at my instructions again. And it says, oh, take the left at the H. So I was like, okay, this is the H. Oh, and then luckily it said the name of the trail and it had the trail on the, 
on the pole. So I'm like, great. Okay. So I went on that SCA trail and this is the one that's single track. It's absolutely gorgeous. And then you can see the, the Golden Gate Bridge. And I thought, oh, I'm probably not that far from these people who are hiking up. No, it's like another eight miles, oh my <laughs> maybe gosh. even longer, maybe even longer than that. Because I think once I got to, yeah, no, no, no. I think it was close to like seven, eight miles around. Yeah. And then right when I got to um, that station, which was about miles 18, I think it was, um, there was a really nice downhill. I'm like, oh, I'm really loving these, these downhills. And then it kind of flattens out. And then it's this huge long climb. It's like two miles long, which was the part that all those people were walking up. Wow. And nobody was running on this part. I mean, at least not the people that I saw. All the the, the speedsters who are all at the, the front, the lead pack, obviously probably did. But everybody I saw was not at all. And it just went on and on and on. And there was no downhill mm. at all. There's no switchbacks. It just goes straight and it's just this ever slight climb that keeps going and going. And I started to do fart licks on them, on like on this stretch. Let me run to that bush. Let me see those flowers. Let me run to this, this stick all the way up until I couldn't even do it anymore because my legs were burning. And the wind picked up at this point. It started to get a little bit colder. It was starting to sprinkle. And I was like, well, the sprinkles are, you know, okay, because the weather report was that it was not going to rain. In fact, because it rained the day before and they said, oh, all the rain has cleared out. And there might be a, 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 you know, a slight shower here and there before noon. But other than that, nothing. I'm like, okay, so I'm kind of going to the, you know, going to the bank with this idea that my weather's going to be pretty nice. It started to turn and change. The wind started to pick up more. The sprinkles started to get bigger. Um, I'm making up this climb. And once I hit the top, I mean, the fog had already rolled in, but it was clearly really in at this point. And I got really cold. I'm like, oh my God. And I had a long sleeve on. So I had a short sleeve and a long sleeve. And the long sleeve I intended to, I can either take off if I got, you know, if I got warmed up, but I never did. I never took it off because it was cold the whole time. Wow. So once I reached that top and we, I was in this kind of like these huge trees and it was this misty fog and the rain, but because the trees were so big and tall, they were like a canopy and I couldn't feel the rain on me as much because I was kind of underneath it. It wasn't until I got out of that portion was when I could feel it. And then rain started coming down. Just when I was in that little canopy area, um, I knew immediately. I mean, I already knew when I hit that previous aid station that I wasn't going to make that cutoff. And it was just about 11 o'clock at this point. And I luckily, I texted, I, I texted my, my sister who was out and about and sent her this text that I'm not going to make the cutoff, you know? And then in hindsight, I, I should have said more like, can you come pick me up? Or, you know, I kind of thought maybe she would be there and, 
you know, because she can read minds, you know. <laughs> She's your sister, of course. Yeah. She knows what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. So um, she had even told, and we had talked about this before that, you know, and she knew my concerns. She knew um, there was that really big probability that I wasn't going to make the cutoff. Um, but there was a chance that I was. Um, but she said that, oh, well, we'll try to make it to that Tennessee Valley at mile 26. So I sent her the text and it said, you know, failed, failed, oh. failed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't get any signal up here. Cause it's this canopy that's just covering me. And I'm out in the middle of like, you know, there's nothing around. So eventually it got sent. I'm like, great. So I'd already put my phone in a, a Ziploc plastic baggie, put it in my hydration pack. And I, instead of putting on airplane mode, I left it on just in case I could hear the little beep, you know, the little mm -hmm. text sound. So um, I didn't hear anything. And I thought, oh God, I hope she, hope she got it. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I kept running and the fog and the cold and the rain. And then it picked up. I took one last photo with it just before the rain really started to come down. And then when it did, because of the wind, it kept hitting me in the face and kept hitting my ear, especially my left one. So I had to like, look like, you know, I don't know, little sideburns. And I had to keep pulling my hair down <laughs> to block the, the air, the wind and the rain into my ears. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, at the end of this rain, this race, I don't want to end up with like an earache. Mm -hmm. So it just came down and it was pouring and I had a little breakdown. Um, I, I started to question my sanity and asked myself, not really asked myself, but really kind of told myself. And it surprised me that I even did this. And I didn't write about this that, you know, I have no business being out here. That negative voice snuck up on me mm -hmm. and it actually told me, you have absolutely no business being out here and doing this race. And I literally got kind of surprised. I was, this voice really came out of nowhere because up until this point, I kept thinking positively, I'm just gonna enjoy this race. I'm gonna have a good time. If I make the cutoff, great. If not, I learn something. That's it. And this voice came, literally came out of nowhere. And I told myself, shut up. Mm -hmm. Just shut up right now. It's raining. Big fucking deal. It's water. It, yeah. it comes out of the sky. I have no control over this at all. I can only control what I'm doing. So right then, that little flip was switched. And I kept telling myself, I can do this. I can totally do this. It's not that much farther. Hey, I'm not doing, I'm not going to make this cutoff. I only have, and my, my watch beeped at that point. My Garmin had beeped at that point. And I'm like, I don't want to look at it because it's going to tell me some number I'm not going to be happy with. And I'm going to have like all these miles left to do. And I'm like, just don't look at it. Just stay in the moment. And the, the terrain at that point was, was really rocky. If it was the smooth trail, I would have had no problem 
but at this portion, it was downhill and I get so nervous running downhill. And with the rain, it was slippery. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't feel comfortable with this. I'm like, just baby steps. Even if I have to take baby steps, just keep putting one foot in front of the other and just keep moving. Because it's not like I can just pull out of the race right here. I'm in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But there are people hiking. It was so bizarre. I saw people hiking. I'm like, this weather doesn't even factor in to what they're doing. And I'm like, wow, they chose to be out here. I'm like, I chose to be out here. <laughs> and it was just, they were hiking leisurely as if nothing. I'm like, well, maybe they're really used to it. I'm not used to this at all. I mean, at all. So um, it was really, really, that was definitely the toughest portion those last five-ish miles to the the mile 26, so probably mile 21-ish, all the way down. Um, and I kept asking, you know, I was like, oh, let's just let the rain just let up just a little bit. No, it didn't. It just, my, I was just completely soaked. I'm like, you know what? There's nothing I can do about it. I mean, I had a rain jacket with me and I didn't even take it um i actually took it um it was actually still in the car but i didn't pack it into my my drop bag at all because the weather forecaster said there wasn't gonna be no rain so i was really banking on that and i probably shouldn't have i should have went with my usual self and said you know what better to be safe than sorry and i completely abandoned that mm-hmm. but um those last few miles were definitely really, I, I, I had to discover something more within myself, like even through those last miles that I've never had before. It completely, it, it was really interesting. But then I also had this moment of once I got done with this little rocky area, it was a pretty nice trail with these little like planks, these little bridges. And I thought, you know what, just enjoy this. Enjoy this at this moment because in a few miles, my race is over. My race is over in a few miles. And then what? I'm done. And then I thought, Oh my gosh, my race is over in a few miles. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Because I could not imagine doing another 40 miles in that. I really couldn't. I honestly could not think about it. I'm like, you know what? Let me take my let me take my 26. Let me enjoy this, whatever I have left. And then I kept asking the universe, I'm like, please just let my sister be there. Please just let her be there. I said, I would be, I mean, I'm, I'm making deals here. I'm seriously making deals. Please let my sister be there. And I promise I will do such and such. I will do this. I will do that. <laughs> please just let my sister be there. I won't have dessert. I promise. <laughs> And so I was running and I kept looking at all the, the ribbons and I see the stables and I'm like, I remember the stables from the note in the instructions to walk. And so we have to walk through that area because the horses get spooked. And, um, and I, apparently they, they have like, you know, uh, children that ride the horses, but because of the weather, I, 
they probably weren't out. So I walked through and I didn't see a ribbon. And I'm like, well, I think I was supposed to go through there. But then I went, I looked across the field. I could see some people running. I saw a woman running. And I thought, oh my gosh, did I take a wrong turn? Did I just go through that whole mess right there? And I took a wrong turn. So I walked down and I see this man walking up to me. And he says, um, he says, uh, no, I, I, I told him, I said, did I, did I um, take a wrong turn? He says, did you come up through here, through the horse stables? And I said, yeah. He says, nope, you, you went the right way. But unfortunately, you missed the, the time cut off. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of I figured that. And so I gave him my bib. And he asked me, um, you know, do you have a ride? Do you need a ride? And I didn't see my sister and or my mom. They were both there. And I looked over and I didn't see them at first. And then I saw the car and I'm like, oh, I think my sister is here. And then right then my sister got out of the car because it was raining and she came over. They, her and my mom both came over and um, walked up to me. And my mom was just like, Oh, baby, you did so well. <laughs> Yay for moms. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that was hard, but you know. And I was like, I was, I was, I was sad. I was definitely at that moment. There was a moment that I was definitely sad that I didn't continue on. I wish I did. Um, but then there was that part of me that was so happy that I did not continue on. Mm-hmm. I, I just wasn't prepared for that I honestly was not prepared for that um that was definitely very tough the course was really tough the weather conditions made it even tougher but I was really proud of myself at the end of that Mm -hmm. I mean I really was you went through a lot I mean in just a short amount of time, because up until that point, like those last five years, it was fine. It really was. Um, so the guy asked me, oh, do you have a drop bag? I said, yes. And then he says, oh, do you want a Coke? And I was just going to take the can of Coke. I thought, but he opened it. I'm like, oh, gosh, I didn't want to drink this now. But I'm like, okay, I'll manage. We'll just drink it now. Um, and then uh, we were going to leave. We had to go back to the um, the community center. We had to pick up the goodie bag that wonderful goodie bag with the the IPA in it and the baby food <laughs> and the arm warmers. <laughs> Wait, so you got that after the race or after they do not distribute before the race. Oh. oh. So I found this little little restroom there and and changed in the the little dirty facility. But I didn't I was completely soaked and I did not want to get in the car completely soaked. So luckily I had my bag with all my clothes in it. So I just changed in, in, into some dry clothes. So we had to go through this winding road again that we drove going to the race. And it was just, I, I got car sick. Oh. I got so nauseous because it's just winding, curve, 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 dip, dip, drive, dip. I'm like, oh my gosh. It was probably like 55 degrees, I think, at the beginning. And I had to roll that window way down mm-hmm. to get some cool air because I was just, I, I was so nauseous. And I was nauseous up until like the first couple miles. It stayed with me. 
And I was like, and I didn't want to like, you know, toss my cookies on the trail this early. I mean, granted it was dark and nobody would have seen me, but still I was like, this is not how I really want to start my race. So it was not the best start for me. Um, but we had to go back and, you know, at first we were going to go eat something, um, and then get the goodie bag. And I thought, no, I want to get this goodie bag over with this trip back over with, and then go back or else we would have just had to go. And I was just like, no, I don't want to deal with it. So we went back to the community center. I walk in and I see a couple of people sitting down and I see some people walking around with all with their race outfits. And I thought, wow, they already finished. Oh, in fact, when we were walking up, um, I saw this man with his bib and his, his goodie bag and we wished him, oh, congratulations. And he says, oh, thank you. And that was it. So we walk in to see the people and I thought, wow, they all, they're all done. I'm like, oh, I feel so bad. But, you know, it is what it is. So we were there maybe a good 20-ish minutes. Um, and then we hear, hey, the winner hasn't come in yet. And we we're, I was like, what? And like, no, none of the winners have come in yet. The first male hasn't come in. And I was, oh, I was floored because I saw all these runners coming in and I automatically assumed they were already done or they were finishing. So all of these people who were filtering in all did not finish. And then I looked over and I saw this man on the table taking off safety pins off the bibs. And I could see as he flipped him was a big old no on the back. And my eyes just kind of like, oh my gosh, those are all the DNF bibs. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a huge kind of stack there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just, I mean, I was just floored because I would see people, the runners that just look so amazingly fit. Like you would not believe amazingly well, like, Tone, fit, strong. I mean, I know that's not a barometer for which you measure, you know, finishing a race. But they're all, you know, I'll be a little honest. I there was a part of me that felt like, aha, I'm not the only one. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? you were in good sure. company. You had a lot of ah. company. So I mean, it was just I, I was a little, I was, I was surprised. And I thought, hey, that man we saw walking up, we wished him congratulations. He was a DNF. Poor guy. I mean, I feel so bad. But he kept his bib. I don't know how they happened. But anyway, he kept his bib. So, um, yeah. Well, you, were, was... you were worried about the – because they changed that cutoff on you kind of at the last minute. Yeah, it and, was. And so yeah. – and I was tracking you that day, and I was watching the, you know, and the – yeah, the DNF too. stacked yeah. up like I'm watching them, and and I think you had, I I think we had heard from you, so we knew that you hadn't hadn't finished, that you dropped at the 26 miles, and um, but there was a bunch of them. So I, and I and I have I wanted to go back and look and see. Of course, they don't tell you like what your time. I don't know if it says what your time was, but. I, I wonder how many more they had with changing that cutoff from seven hours to six hours. Well, because you would have made the seven hour. 
I would have right. made the seven hours. Yeah. Yes, definitely. In fact, when I came in, um, the gentleman had asked me, he says, is there anybody else behind you? Do you know if there's, there's people behind you? And I said, yes. Um, I know that there were at least four um, that I've seen. And then when I was leaving, I saw another girl that came in, but she wasn't one of the ones that I had seen prior. So I don't know where she came from, but she was in the race. So she could have been way in the back for whatever reason. And I didn't see her because I don't remember passing her. I could have at an aid station at some point, but I don't, I don't recall that. So when I saw her, I was like, wow, she doesn't look familiar to me. I don't know where she came from. So there were definitely people behind me um, and then definitely people who, because the next aid station had another uh, time cut off. And that was the one I really wanted to get to because then I could have just ran to Dipsy, um, the Dipsy Trail and into into the uh, community center. Mm. And I thought, well, I would probably would have gotten closer to 40 miles that day. But, you know, that didn't, obviously that didn't happen. Chopping off that hour, it did make a difference. I mean, for me, definitely. It I think probably right, made for a lot of people. It, there were a lot of DNFs that day. Yeah. Yeah. I last I heard the I think the, the amount that finished was there was like five hundred something that was registered through the lottery. There were about two hundred, I think they said the number was two hundred and eighty-nine that finished. And about 160 DNFs that wow. started that did not finish. And you had to make it to the marathon point in six hours? Yeah. Right? Wow. And With that yeah. kind of elevation gain? With that, yeah. 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 In fact... That's tough. Um, I saw a post from somebody, and I can't remember um, who it was, but she had done the whole race. And the whole time cut off for the entire race was 15 hours and 30 minutes. So you had to finish that whole 100K in 15 hours and 30 minutes. She came in, I think it was like 20 minutes after, 30 minutes after that time. Mm -hmm. She did the whole 62 miles, did the whole 11,800 feet of elevation gain. She got a DNF. Wow. Yeah. It's tough. And I think that's part of the allure of this race, the mm-hmm. toughness of it. It's absolutely gorgeous, but it is tough. But there was that portion I did tell you, um, Melissa, when I was recording the um, that stretch of um, single track, it's kind of it was pretty rocky um, near the Golden Gate Bridge just before I turn and it's out of sight that I really did think I'm like Rob would do really well this race. <laughs> he probably would maybe yeah I, maybe he can do it and I'll drink the beer because he doesn't drink because there's there's no way I could do that that kind of elevation and that kind of course no, you never know I, no you no. never know but it was just wow. yeah but I'll tell you a funny, I'll tell you a funny story because I did not write about this because I didn't know how to write that. It's better if I say it. So this one guy came in and he was completely, I mean, he was shivering. He was so cold and he did not finish. 
But he was just, you know, everybody said the same thing when they came in because people would ask him, oh, how, how are you doing? You know, how was it? And he'd, it was tough. That was tough. And then I heard that was brutal. That was just, you know. And he came in. He was dripping wet, just drenched, shivering, so cold. And he had to pick up his goodie bag. And the, the shirts were all laid out on the table. And they asked him, like, oh, what size? And he says, um, I think a uh, large. I think a large. So he grabbed the shirt. He goes back to the table. He took, the, he took off his shirt that he was wearing, puts on the shirt, the, the Ray shirt. And I look at him and I tell my sister, you know, I think he could have gotten one size larger. And I thought, uh, you know what? Maybe, you know what? I think that's the women's shirt. So the people who were manning the the goodie bags, the volunteers, had seen him because he was standing up and they had called him like, you know what? I think that's the wrong shirt. And I was looking at him. I'm like, oh, my gosh. The sleeves were like completely up to his shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really snuggy tight on him. He's like, and then (laughs) I was like, Oh my gosh, he, that's that's complete. That's the wrong shirt. He needs the men's shirt. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'll wear this one because he was so cold. He just wanted a dry shirt. And the volunteers were like, no, let's get you the real a real shirt. So he comes back and he gets the men's shirt, longer sleeves, and he puts it on. And they're like, oh, that's much much better. <laughs> so. He goes back and then he takes out the arm warmers from the the goodie bag and puts those on as well because he was so cold and he didn't have any clothes with him. And I was like, that was, that cracked me up because we were all laughing at that point that this man was wearing this little women's shirt, but he was so cold at that point that he would have worn it. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't care. He did not care. He didn't care. But yeah, that was, it was fun. It was fun. Oh, well, congratulations on that. Well, thank That's you. Amazing. Thank you. I didn't get what I really wanted, but you know, I saw that they get bag uh, a bagpipe bagpiper. Is that is that bagpiper? Hear the bagpipes playing. Yeah. Someone was playing the bagpipes at the beginning, um, and I missed that because apparently he left by the time I got there. <laughs> I saw the video. I'm like, I totally did not get that. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I work on my speed a little bit. Maybe I'll get one. But yeah. But I recommend it. It's a good race. It really is. After everything you've just described and you still recommend it. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. And, Mm -hmm. I, you know, I just, you are always so, I mean, like I consider myself a pretty positive person, you know, I like to, you know, look on the bright side of things, but I love listening to your recaps because even if it's, you you just always have such a positive view of the race, even the rough parts. And, and I, I think that's a, a good lesson for, 
for me and for, you know, whoever else. But, you know, because you do, you keep a positive view on it and go, I can't control this. This is what I can control. And you talk to yourself and keep yourself, you know, looking on the bright side. And um, I, so I'm just, I'm really proud of you for, for doing as much as you did. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah. And I loved our little video. So I, we <laughs> we got a little video message from Christina up at the at the where you could see the Golden Gate Bridge in the background, and she made a little video message and said hello to to me and Melissa. And <laughs> it was it was raining, wasn't it? Uh, no, not at that point. No, it was windy. Then. No, so it was just harder and sweat at that point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I just loved it. It was just this I'm like here she is out trying to make this cut off and she's stopping and making this little video. Hello and I'm thinking about you and I love you guys and I thought and, and she's like and here's the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> it just made my whole weekend. It was wonderful. Yes. Thank you for that. I don't think anyone has ever sent me a video. Mid-race. <laughs> Mid-race. I thought, this was awesome. I, sh- I should do this. And then I saw that coyote. It was like literally peeping out at me. I'm like, okay, I got to go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that, oh, there's a coyote. Got to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had, no, I had no major wildlife encounters except for the, the coyote, the couple of them I've seen, and then the wild turkey. And that was it. Oh, yeah, and you got a nice picture of the turkey, too. I liked that. I love yeah. wild turkeys. They are just the funniest creatures. Are they? Yeah, they I are. could have used the drink at that point. But. Yeah. <laughs> Shut us up for a gobble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. Was, awesome. Yeah. Awesome job. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> so, yeah, what's next? Um, next race is not until August. Have a little break. Yeah. Now you got into Chicago. I'm doing Chicago. Yes. Doing Chicago as and is that August? That is October. In fact, that's about three weeks before Halloween. Oh wow! Yes, and I'm running Chicago as my 25th marathon. Oh. And and running for charity this year. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll have to discuss that in the future. Oh, that would be lovely. I sense yeah. a future episode. I sense a future <laughs> episode. <laughs> Exciting. And you guys? Havelina? Mm-hmm. Uh, Havelina 100. <laughs> and, and Angela, did you register for Havelina yet or no? I, I have not registered for Havelina yet. I need to I need to register my pickup truck first. <laughs> <laughs> they cost about the same amount, but uh, <laughs> I well, need they to register a, the truck first. But it does have a price increase at the end of this month. Yes, but yeah, that's yeah, okay. yeah. So now have not registered that yet, and then yeah, and now and um. We have a race coming up. Well, Melissa has a race coming up June 4th. Yep, North Fork 50 
June 4th, and then we're going back to Illinois and running an ultra called Howl at the Moon in August. And I think probably that's going to be it for me until Havilene 100. I just, I don't recover very well from races anymore. So, um, yeah, just kind of want to stay healthy. I'm finally yep. to the point, like, I, I, at this moment, am not injured. And I am so happy. That's such a good feeling. So if I can yeah. stay uninjured for about another now it's even less than two weeks uh, to North Fork. That would be great because it's been such a long time since I lined up on a start line uninjured. I've forgotten what that feels like. So that's going to feel really good. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. A little good. bit undertrained, but not injured. So, hopefully, that yeah. goes a long way. Well, and I feel a whole lot whole lot undertrained and so I have backed out of the North Fork 50 that I which I told you guys earlier so I will not be running the North Fork 50 on June 4th with you um, that's okay we can do but, it some other time but it's okay yeah yeah I just am not ready for it I don't feel like I'm trained enough for it and um and that's okay it's perfectly okay keep me uninjured and and happy for the future. Exactly. That's what we want. Yeah. We do these for fun. Yes. You know, these races are to relieve stress, not produce more. Exactly. Well, awesome. Okay. Well, Good. I think we've got a wrap. All right. I, I think so. Well, congratulations Good. again, Christina. And thank you so much for telling us all about your race. And thanks for everybody for listening. Thank you. And until next time. Yep. Keep running. <laughs> <laughs>